The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Do you know and you can't use that telling me? Uh, I, I oh, it. it's I not even Christmas. It. I don't it's, know. I was like, I'm it's like, a what's month. What's oh. It's a month. June, yeah. May, April, January. 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 Yeah. I couldn't think oh. of the actress's name for Mad Men, and I was like, "What is it? Christmas? It's but a her, snowflake." But her last it? name, her last name is is uncommon, really. I mean, you never Fuke? hear it. <laughs> jo- Smith Jones. Oh, that's right, January Jones. <laughs> okay, we were talking about Mad Men because Chris Cal have never seen it. I've seen most of the episodes all the way through, mm. and uh, and the, and the series finale is fascinating. I it's think a, it's, it's a good series. It it's implies really well he did something. Ah, don't play a Cal on here. Don't just here stop go. right that's there. Stop saying. right that's there. Just implies he so did what you're saying is, uh huh, exactly. It was a sled. The alien, right? Alien was riding a sled. Kurt Russell killed everybody. Yes, he. Oh, man, why'd you tell everybody? And they disarmed the nuke with two seconds left on the clock. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I get the tweets in the hashtag, what I learned today. A lot of people want to comment on your uh, your bidet, Cal, which is uh, nice. <laughs> your drinking fountain. Illuminated. Ah, here it is. Steve Sexton tweeting, you're at a classy joint when inside there's a bidet and outside the grass reaches the gutters. <laughs> it's only the classiest got, for you, baby. I got the grass... <laughs> taken care of once Lori, every three weeks. Lori G, listener nine. So Cal has an $8,000 dental bill and he buys a water <laughs> pick for his butt? <laughs> In my defense, the water pick it's was only 15 end. bucks. Uh, it's the wrong end, Cal. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's where the food comes in, not where it comes wow. out. Wow. <clears throat> Is that what happens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cal Everybody's must be... so anti, anti-hygiene around here. No, they're not. They just find it ironic. Adding, you know, everything uh-huh. else with your grass and your My eight thousand dollar dental bill and everything uh-huh. else seems interesting. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Stinky tweeting <laughs> in all caps. Who is looking there at that time? You need a light. Right? <laughs> if you get up in the middle of the night, you want to see the toilet, don't you? But you can make your way to the toilet. What were you doing without the yeah. bidet? Why didn't you have a light in your toilet without the bidet? No, the light is just an extra. It just happened to be oh, okay. the chair on top. I didn't buy it for the light. So given two bidets, one with a light and one without, I'll take the you're one going the light and bidet. We've scoured news agencies from around the world to find that. That makes the sense. most profound headlines. Well, let's go all the way back to 1789. It was on this day the United States Congress approved an act for the establishment and support of lighthouses, beacons, buoys, and public piers. It was a, it was a banner day, I got to tell time. you. It was... Uh, Anyway, what 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 was the uh, well, that was, it was actually seventeen two hundred seventeen eighty nine, and it, that led to the two hundred year later Congress designation of today as being National Lighthouse Day. Yes, in fact, uh, my clothing line is seventeen eighty nine. That's what right. I'm starting. It's my company. Have a little lighthouse. Little lighthouse is on it. Don't say anymore because that's a good idea. Stop Edit that out. I don't want anyone to hear it. Over on the Blaze, developing stories. Football fans are accusing the Miami Dolphins of being racist after they chose not to sign Colin Kaepernick. Well, um, they may just be anti douche. Like, yes. uh, 
Or yeah. half the team uh, is black. This, isn't, this it? Is isn't half the team more than half the team black? They announced yesterday, not only did they not sign Kaepernick, but because their uh, quarterback, uh, Tannehill, uh, pulled some ligaments or something, they basically pulled Jay Cutler out of retirement. And off of Fox Sports. Pull a guy out of retirement and hire Kaepernick. Instead of hiring Kaepernick, who was available. No, you said all these names like I'm supposed to know who these Uh people are. You should. If you were a real man, you would. Oh, okay. Um, These are guys that get paid way more than we do to throw a ball around. Ask Glenn. So here's my question. Why are the Miami Dolphins considered racist and the other Mm -hmm. 31 teams aren't? (laughs) Are all 32 NFL teams racist now? Is that what it is? I I mean, this is just so goofy. Well, he has to play a card. He has no more cards to play. Yeah, and his girlfriend's tweeting out now that people are racist. So he comes with an entire package of cray-cray. And by the way, the NBA's racist for not signing him, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fact that he has no skills. Right. Yeah, may have something to do with that. NHL. Baseball, too. Read that story (laughs) at the Blaze. In fact, are we racist around here that we haven't picked him up for something? I think National Water Polo Team, give him a podcast. Why not? Uh, if you're going to be in Hawaii, which I hope I am soon, don't text and walk while you're crossing the street in Honolulu. You could get a ticket. I'm actually for that. They've actually There's so many the, idiots out there just walking around, not looking up, first, causing traffic I'm issues. Right next first to you, city you know? to do it. The problem, the problem today. solves itself, though. That's true. It does. Yeah. It's not ten percent. That needs to be right. That's Darwinism. Darwinism, right there. Mm. Right. It's, you hear people walking off of piers or into manholes. No, or yeah, into I was going to say. Remember yeah. the girl in China who walked into the hole right. in the sidewalk? So be it. I, d- I just don't have a lot of sympathy for. No, I mean, I feel bad when he was hurt, but it's let nature take yeah, its exactly. Yeah, it's like oh, I was juggling these knives and I accidentally stabbed myself. Okay, sure. You don't need a knife warning. Or let me just you know use this big old gun and shoot it at my chest right. to yeah. see if, if this cabal Shoot works. the gun. Yeah, shoot the book. Uh, let's see if the book stops the bullet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was uh, not a twenty two, was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, Speaking of guns, uh, uh, Baltimore. I hate this. Baltimore had a no- their second Nobody Kill Anybody weekend. How'd that go? Not so well. Two people died. Hmm. No good deed goes on. Unpun- I sorry. just, what in the hell wait, is wait. wrong with these people? If if two people died on your nobody kill anybody weekend, right. you're doing it wrong. Yeah, uh, it was on pace to uh, record its highest annual homicide toll. Uh, it's it's obviously still reeling from the whole thing with uh, Freddie Gray a couple of years ago, and for it's, they were forty hours into the ceasefire. Twenty four year old twenty uh, four year old man was fatally shot, and within a few hours after that, a thirty seven year old man was uh, killed by gunshots. To, you know, though, to give them all the the, the credit they deserve, uh, it's still better than Chicago's Don't Kill Anybody weekend. It was right. like 14 shots. So, you know, <laughs> still better. <sighs> Can't we all just get along? The Emoji Movie. It must be a stimulating movie. It's a movie. good movie. It it's must be good really, movie. really good because there was a really? oh, yeah. New Jersey man was accused of pleasuring himself in oh, a public not that theater. Good. Wow. While watching the Emoji Movie, he was caught and cited. The incident occurred last week. 43-year-old uh, Abraham Parnes. <laughs> if you see him, don't shake his hand. Uh, he was spotted <laughs> allegedly touching himself by a mother who was seeing the film with her kids. She informed the manager of what was going on. He was kicked out. I was just scratching. <laughs> I, it's what? Oh, the... look at the lips on that pouty face. <laughs> yeah, what about so what's going on there? I think it was a princess. There's five princesses in this thing. But they're emojis, right? Yeah. Were they naked princesses? Well, they don't wear any clothes, so it was a tiara. It's uh-huh. anime. They don't have bodies. It's just a head with arms and legs. It's anime. It it's, a face. Legs. it's a face with arms and legs, right? That's what yeah. an emoji is. Yeah. You've heard about those guys that are into anime. I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true, yeah. Uh, uh, Not to say sexy like a big 
ball of smiles? I, I don't know. Yellow circle. Again, little yellow dot with sunglasses. I used to think I was weird. Nope. <laughs> speaking, it's all proportional. Speaking of the, why don't you ever? W- women are never caught doing that in movie theater. There's never. It's caught. always guys. Never you just, or you just never so, hear about is it. Is that what it is? Right. Speaking of the gender gap, a vegan restaurant in Australia have, uh, has been accused of discrimination based on sex what to address what they call the gender gap uh, regarding equal pay. Women are given priority seating and men are charged an additional 18% tax to cover the 2016 pay gap. Okay, I would absolutely never go there. When I absolutely, I would never go there. Why would you go there? Yeah, exactly. It's vegan. I don't care about the eighteen percent. You disgusting. lost me at vegan. Yeah, you lost me at vegan. I, I they have really and good by food. the way, we're no, no. You lost me at vegan. I'm not coming anyways. Seriously, we're gonna. It doesn't matter. Anything else that happens uh-huh. in there, you're out. It's we vegan. We tried our spaghetti squash. She, no, it's <laughs> really good. It's gonna Whoa. cost you eighteen percent more, dudes. <laughs> so not only will you not enjoy your meal, you're gonna pay a lot more for it. But the name of the restaurant, the Handsome Her Shop. <laughs> The what? Wow. Handsome her shop. Uh, Alex O'Brien owns it. She's a feminist. She will be out of work pretty soon. Yeah, she's, you might want wow. to consider. This is in Australia. Work. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the whole hanging upside down thing. It's the. <laughs> You're right. They're on that southern hemisphere. It just the toilet it, flushes the opposite way. They're yeah. crazy. It really it just uh, something something's wrong there. Uh, you know what? I've been trying to get to the ET update for a couple of days, so we're going to do it right now. The ET update. A former NASA engineer at the Ames Research Center has claimed that aliens are in our solar system and they are creating the rings around planets like Saturn. They're See? creating them? Yes. That's been there for a while, though. Norman Bergren. Haven't those rings been there for well, a while? It takes a long time, you oh, know. Okay. Well, so is it a beautification system? Well, process? No, no, no. no they... it's, a hide, it's like a hiding spot. UFOs are actually oh. hiding in the rings of Saturn. Now, this is a guy who's a doctor, so I'm not completely ruling him out. According to the Conspiracy Theory Channel, don't worry about that. Uh, they obtained uh, Bergren's comments. The alien ships have been here for some time. Alien spacecraft are proliferating. That means there's getting to be a lot of them. In our solar system and around these ringed planets. Bergren is uh, quoted as saying on the video. Saturn is the only ringed planet, right? In our solar system. In our, I mean, in our solar system, yeah. But they might aware. be hiding around uh, other planets for the, other well, planets there, like ours where people could... Aren't know. there a couple of uh, moons of Jupiter or something that have rings? Are there? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I'm telling you. How do you know he's wrong is what I'm asking. That's right, Cal. How do you know? Mm-hmm. Are you saying he's I wrong, I guess Cal? I don't. Are you saying he's wrong? That little green man or no, orbiting Saturn? No, didn't say anything about green men. Didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Based on the story, are you saying he's wrong? Yeah. Yes or no? That alien ships yes are hiding no. around Saturn? Yes. Oh. I'm going to say he's wrong. <coughs> okay. So you think See it's that? crazy? Yes. All right. I think it's crazy. Okay. Right. You ain't heard crazy yet. And now... An important transgender Transgender update. update. This is an important one, right? Yes, it's a very important one. (laughs) Period-friendly boxers. No. They're helping trans men look and feel good. like Mike Tyson? No, no, no. Boxer shorts. Boxer shorts. You remember, pads and panty liners were designed to fit perfectly in feminine underwear. After all, women are the only people who get periods, right? Right? Wrong! Transgender men and masculine-presenting people menstruate, too. Um... Hold on. Can somebody hit the bell? <laughs> That's a What's problem. a masculine presenting person? Masculine presenting person? Uh-huh. Yeah. Transgender men Chick and masculine presenting people <laughs> menstruate too. Chick with a mustache. Is that like the bearded lady in the circus? I think it is. Okay. 
but traditional boxers, you see, are not designed to securely hold period products. There's a reason for that. To solve the issue, a new company has created an innovative and gender-affirming solution, menstruation-friendly boxers. Okay, I'm looking at them here. They just have a red panel. <laughs> or they're just red. They are. This part's just, I mean, it's some of them are red, but it's just boxers with a red panel. I think you're missing the whole point. Oh, it's missing. not just women who get periods. No, it is. No, it is. it's not. Transgender men and masculine presenting men, people. <laughs> masculine presenting. That's uh-huh. called a man. Oh, why are you such a hater? <laughs> well, this is just... Oh, now Why? I know how everybody else felt last hour. Yeah. Right? See? That's, uh, okay. Exactly. Somebody I, is cashing in. I can't let you end on, on that one. I, I just can't do it. I'm going right. to need something else as, a, as another right. headline. I cannot end on that headline. All right. Well, let's uh, go to Hamden, Connecticut, where a uh, 13-year-old boy was uh, awakened when he found not a snake in his bed. Thank you. Not a mouse in Thank his bed. Thank you. Good. No. He found, when he got up, a skunk in his bed. Okay, if you had to take a choice, snake or skunk when skunk. you wake up in the bed. Really? Skunk. Really? Really. Skunk. What are you kidding? Of course. Apparently. It's... Skunk in bed oh. or snake elsewhere in the house. Skunk oh. in bed. Oh. Have you ever smelled a skunk? Like, yes, I'm talking it's horrible. Sp- when it sprays. Not yes. when it just walks by, when it actually sprays. Yes. You want that'll, one of those spray? i pour your eyes out. I would take a snake in the bed any... I would, That's probably a better way than for me to say that. By the way, I saw a snake <laughs> over the weekend. I was mowing. Uh-huh. And uh, one was in the higher weeds, slithered out and headed for the hills. And you know like, why? Cow. You know why he slithered out? He was scared to death of you. I don't care. I don't like him. He was running the other way. I would almost rather take a, a skunk in the bed rather than what happened just seeing him over the weekend. Isolate that audio. All right, let me get a break in. It's the morning, boys. <laughs> Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Back taxes to the IRS, uh, you're not going to like hearing about their 92% conviction rate. That means the IRS wins 92% of tax avoider cases they prosecute. Maybe uh, you skated by this long. Maybe they're coming after you. You have to get out in front of your IRS problems. If you've struggled for a while with this, just get out in front before they show up at your home or work, before they take your paycheck and your bank accounts, before they... Add to their 92% conviction rate by getting you. Call Optima Tax Relief. They're the experts. They step between you and the IRS and start resolving the problems that keep you up at night. All you have to do is call and find out what they can do for you. It's one of those, you know, you don't have to commit. Just, I know you put this stuff off. It's frustrating for you. You don't want to think about it. Just call and find out what they can do. They've resolved over a half a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Ask about their A-plus rating with the BBB and ask about the Fresh Start program with a chance to settle your back taxes for pennies on the dollar. They're amazing. I know. I've seen it happen. The success stories are out there. Call 800-706-3011. It's 800-706-3011 for Optima Tax Relief. 800-706-3011.
The Obama administration, this just got reported late last week and over the weekend. The Obama administration, on election day, ordered the FBI to monitor anti-Hillary fake news. To monitor it. Now, this is what they say happened. Dozens of FBI agents and intelligence analysts gathered in a command center at the FBI's headquarters in D.C. on election day and monitored the internet, sites, and social media users all over just to try to spot fake news. About Hillary. Mm -hmm. That's it. Now, according to um, uh, the expert inside, the person that CNN got the info from, they said, we were right on the edge of constitutional legality. We were monitoring news. Now, my question is, if they found any, what was was the 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 point of this? They were going to shine a light on it. And do what? What? Unless you're going to do something, it was right. pointless. Right. right. Meaning they were planning on doing something or did something, right? Well, they're from the government. It, most of what they do is pointless. Well, you're she, going to monitor it? Right. So your plan was, is it like the LifeLock yeah, commercials? Life, yeah, where they monitor the bank robberies. They, <laughs> oh, so you found fake news, so <laughs> yeah. you're going to shut it down then? Yeah, no, 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 you're not going to? No. We're just going to watch it. Yeah. You just watch it. Yeah, yeah, we're just watching it. Yeah, we need somebody to shut it down so people yeah, we stop with we the fake. We don't do that. Oh, we you just need look a for it. We look for it. We <laughs> monitor for it. We spend a lot of money yeah. looking for it, monitoring for it. But right. when we find it, we're just going to watch it. So yeah. you were on the edge of constitutional legality, possibly at any second violating the Constitution, and you did that for the purpose of monitoring, looking, mm-hmm. noticing. Yep. What was your plan? They're from the government. They're here to help. They didn't have to have a plan. There's no plan. It's the government. They I don't think, need no thinking plan. Here's what I think. Hmm. I think they had a plan, and I think they executed their plan. Uh, Why would they not? Why would they not have done something with the information? You don't think there was some fake news out there? Of course there is. But every day. They weren't just monitoring ABC or the blaze or who, any other news they were they were monitoring everything potentially anything that popped up they talked about fake stories that people shared on social media about Hillary's health so if you were monitoring that you were looking all over the internet you don't think they found one piece of fake news of course and you course think they just let that go no no they didn't let it go so to what level did they monitor wink wink they definitely, I mean, they say they didn't, but you know they did something. Well, this my, is incredibly she, scary. She, this was only on election night? They said they, they gathered on election day. They may have done it other times during the election or campaign. Did they say how campaign. many? How it many? didn't. It because said, you know how many people it would take to <clears throat> monitor the entire internet? Right. And I mean, obviously right. there's places they didn't get to, but they, right. they took on a big chunk of it. They said dozens of FBI agents and intelligence analysts gathered in the command center of FBI's headquarters in Washington, D.C. Dozens. Dozens. So the minimum of that is 24. 24. That's the minimum. You think that's why she didn't win? No, I just, I, I, it doesn't matter the outcome at this point. Let's let's say let's say they did nothing about it. Just the fact that they were monitoring this is a gargantuan red flag. This is not the purpose of the FBI or no. should not be. And by the way, monitoring what is fake news, you get into so many um, um, uh, personal freedom rights, uh, privacy issues, Fourth Amendment, uh, First and Fourth Amendment, right off. And by the way, what if I presented something that was satirical and you're like, that's fake news? Yeah, yeah, it's satire. Well, we think some people may not know it's fun. 
Do you see what you happens they, there? I bet you they have a list of names for sure. Who put what up? Who wrote what? Nah. Where do they side? The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Listening in Arkansas this morning. Appreciate it, Justin. I'm not sure why Chris wanted me to say hey, but I appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. These backdoor deals that Chris is that what, somehow yeah. Chris is going to end up making money Probably, off of this. Yeah, yeah. He's like, listen, I can have Doc Thompson me, mention your name. Give me a discount off of that car, and, and somehow uh, it'll end up working envelope, great. I don't know what it is. Drop it off over here. Some, uh, is this something like you're free, doing? Free dental work what or something? The, what did the paper say? It said Justin Arkansas. Okay, then why do I do ad libbing? All I need you to is give a shout out to Justin from Arkansas. <laughs> well, don't ask ruined. questions, Doc. Just say that shout out. That's all I need you to do. We know you're getting discount tires somewhere, or don't worry. It's like or radar on, uh, on or something. Don't read, just sign. Yeah. Don't look underneath my hand. Like, okay. All you have to do is read the name. All right. Thank so you for just listening. Justin for Arkansas, th- from Arkansas, thanks so much for listening. Do we know a part of Arkansas? He said the part that you should not name because you're bringing an embarrassment to the state. I'm going to embarrass Arkansas? I'm embarrassing it. Arkansas. That's right. he okay, said. That seems, <laughs> that seems ironic. That seems ironic. Okay. Oh Sounds good. Uh, you got any other tweets? Hashtag yeah, when uh, I learned today. That's Doc Thompson tweeted, the FBI needed to know who to send to prison camps. That's why they were monitoring. Is that what it was? Just figure point. it out? And, uh, exactly. The secret prison camps exactly. that are all over the country? Uh-huh. Um, actual satire. No, Skippy tweeted, actual quote from Al Franken. Satires protect his speech even if the subject of it doesn't get it. Ah, but that's only one-sided, only though. One side, Seems yeah. very mm-hmm. one-sided. Dr. Brock joining us now from Cerebrum Health Centers. How are you, sir? I'm good. Good morning. Good morning. How long have you guys uh, been in business? I think we're, we're getting close to five years now. That's a, uh, that's a good hurdle to be at. It's, it's a, to it's, get over. It's, a, it's definitely we're on the other side of it, yeah. landing and trying to you know keep running. Yeah, and businesses usually get the, uh, the one year. Got to get that one year, and then mm-hmm. the next high watermark is about five years. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's plenty of... What we do, there's plenty of those injuries, you know, to go around brain injuries and neurological conditions. They seem to be just getting more prevalent. So, and that's that's what your specialty. That's what you focus mm-hmm. on. Hence the yeah. cerebrum. Um, it's but it, obviously just with veterans alone. I mean, you guys have to have all the cases that are that are willing to contact you. You know, it's one of those things where you know God love the VA, right? But it's one of those things where you with all the PTSD and traumatic brain injuries, and I would call them chronic cases, complicated. Okay. There's really, it just seems like there's an overflow. It's very difficult to tolerate or to keep up with that level of case. It's not mm-hmm. just a simple case where you come in, get a drug, and see you later. It takes a lot of time, you know, to work with somebody with PTSD. So we've just seen ourselves as kind of an extension or maybe a helper or an aid to, you know, be able to deliver some relief to people who need some help bad, and a lot of them. Well, a lot. A lot I imagine a lot of the cases. And this is from um, our experience with veterans and, and other people as well. I mean, uh, Chris Cruz has uh, PTSD. Yeah. Um, that they first of all, there's a frustration because they know things aren't right, but they don't know how to get help. And a lot of times, when they talk to a doctor, or whatever, it's not getting the help they need. So the frustration then makes it worse. That's correct, and then that leads to depression. 
or anxiety or marital problems or not finding jobs. So it's it's just a chain. You know, it's a snowball mm-hmm. effect of one chain reaction after another, and it can lead to a very very scary life. And then uh, a lot of times they need um, non traditional. Uh, approaches is that how you describe it or things that maybe some people aren't aware doctors aren't aware of or don't practice yeah i mean sometimes you know sometimes good old-fashioned medication will work or psychotherapy will work but sometimes they need their brain really you know augmented amplified you know activated in a way to where it'll it'll perform better and that's kind of what we do but we still do the traditional stuff too you mm-hmm. know we don't we don't jump so far out of the box that it's it's completely bizarre but <laughs> it's not like pins and dolls no, or no, anything no, no, it's no, like it's, voodoo or anything like no, that no, no pins and no dolls not, not yet at least <laughs> and so uh so you know, that, but you do some different things though too yeah right? yeah yeah we do a lot of uh you know different types of rehab to make the brain you know one of the things is we find that most of the people with PTSD also have a traumatic brain injury Okay, and so it's kind of like uh, scrambling a computer. You know, it's just not working right. It's not connecting right, or 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 maybe you know firing in synchronous. You know, it's, it's asynchronous. Okay, and so we do everything we can to get that to to kind of square away and work good and give people better perspective. So is it both physical and mental that people that you have to approach? You have to go both yeah, sides you, of it. You know, you got to look at the psychological always. You got to have personnel that can help out with that. You've got to have the physical therapy part of it. You've got to have the brain, the vestibular, so to speak, mm-hmm. rehabilitation part of it. A lot of times it's nutritional and dietary. A lot of times it's medication. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's we can't do anything at all. you got to learn coping skills. There, there's a million different directions you could go with somebody depending on how bad they're afflicted. That's uh, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by this because I see so many people that need the help, and I certainly want to yeah. help veterans uh, any way we can. How, I know there's some like alternative yeah. therapies, newer stuff uh, like hyperbaric chamber oh. and oxygen uh-huh. therapy and things like that. You guys per- try to bring the new type of therapies in, or like, how do you find what works and what doesn't? Yeah, one of the things we're going to start doing is, you know, research and development. Meaning, every year try to bring something in new that we we know that is proven and has you know some research behind it to try to deliver you know that that you know everything put together into one so that we can keep offering more and more therapy. Oxygen therapy is really pretty pretty interesting because it brings oxygen, obviously, to the brain. The brain needs oxygen in order to heal and to make energy. So when we do that, it responds sometimes better to therapy than not. Interesting. So the average person out there that um, suspects maybe a loved one is suffering through some things, how do you how do you help people? I mean, it's that leading the horse to water thing. Is Yeah, it's really difficult because a lot of people don't really want to go maybe to the VA and just sit there and go through a mm-hmm. psychological evaluation. I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun, right? Well, you know? and I mean, you're afraid, I would imagine, on two levels. First of all, they're going to say I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. second of all, they're going to say I have something physically horribly wrong with me. Yeah, it's also or, a fact of just like, these men are warriors. Yeah, they, they, that's they, it. They, they uh, come back, and just the simple fact of admitting that something is wrong and that I need help, I think is probably one of the the most difficult steps to take. It is. It's difficult when you're used to always getting the mission done and right. always going out and making sure that things are accomplished. It's very difficult to come back and maybe feel vulnerable. Or ask that's, for help. Yeah. yeah, that's number one. And then number two is they don't want any kind of status or they don't want anything, you know, kind of being labeled on them to where they might not be able to carry a firearm uh, or, yeah. or to to function in society the way a normal civilian would. I mean, you know, there's, again, a lot of fear based you know information or or feelings around this it's uh it's not a it's not a good thing for a lot of them i'm I'm fascinated by the process so if somebody were to contact and we're talking with dr brock from cerebrum health centers uh located here in dallas yeah um 
of the process. So somebody contacts you, um, I imagine they come in for um, an evaluation. Yeah, you know, we've got a really good sort of like a vet liaison who who was you know is a, is a vet mm-hmm. and uh, you know knows really well the ins and outs of the military and. You know, we don't take just anybody. I mean, if somebody's suicidal or needs other type of care, we don't we don't take that. We because we make sure people go where they need to go. Right. And then you know we screen them, have them fill out you know all the evaluation forms, do a good physical, and then we really go beyond just the brain. We we look at all of their internal medicine components too. You know, do they have diabetes, thyroid problems, infectious disease? All of those things can perpetuate not feeling good, obviously, and not feeling good makes you never heal. So. We really look from the top to the bottom. If we need help, we always refer out. A lot of times we you know, have to get imaging or God, there's so many things that we have to go through sometimes to get that whole picture of who they really are and what they're suffering from. And you also help people that, that aren't veterans as well. Oh, yeah. We're talking absolutely. for veterans that have particular needs. You can you have that liaison. Yeah. Small, small percentage of the practice, really. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we realize that there's a niche out there that needs to be filled and or a void, actually. And mm-hmm. uh, we want to fill that void because... And there's nothing worse than people who have really served for our country and then they don't get care that they really, really, really need. Right. So uh, I imagine it's one of those if um, if you know you've uh, been suffering with something and the frustration is mounted, you finally take that step. There's got to be a peace of mind, a relief once people come in and they get the evaluation. Is, is it a day process? Is it multi-day sometimes for the evaluation, depending on what's... Yeah, the evaluation typically takes a whole day. You know what I mean? It's... Um from morning to evening or afternoon. Okay. And then we start customizing their treatment plan. What do they need? Do they need to be here at all? Do they mm-hmm. need to be somewhere else? Do they, what can we do for them? What can we offer? But you're right about taking that first step, and that is acknowledging, you know what, I've got a problem. I can't I can't get through this suffering. I've got depression. I've got anxiety. I've got, I can't be around large crowds of people. I mean, we've got people that can't even leave their house. So mm-hmm. just acknowledging that, getting out, getting your loved ones involved, getting everybody on board on the right page and everybody going together to help that one person, they start to feel a little bit of hope again, right, right there at the beginning. And, and that's a, a beautiful thing to see. We had, uh, we had heard about Cerebrum health centers uh, from various people around the, the station and studios here. And I was fascinated first of all, because of the, the aspect of veterans yeah, um, trying to help veterans and we do anything we can to, to try to help out. And unfortunately uh, treatment for veterans, PTSD, and traumatic brain injury has been very limited. Uh, it's 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 primarily drugs. I mean, that's what's out there. That's really what's being pushed. And obviously, that's a component of it or can be. But it's it's so frustrating to see that's the main focus that I said there's got to be something else. So when we heard about your business, I'm like, this is somebody we got to talk to. Yeah, you know, it's weird because, uh, you know, we had all these people. They, they, they went off to war. And, of course, when you get an arm injured or a leg injured, we, we have the best. I mean, we really do. We, we, our, our, our VA system is great. But I think what they underestimated is the amount of psychological damage that would come back. And I don't know that they had the personnel ready or that they had the individuals ready that could take on the role of digging deep enough into each person to find out if they were really suffering, if it was really debilitating, and then what are we going to do about it other than just throw an antidepressant at it, which sometimes is necessary. Sure. Don't, don't get me wrong. Sure. but. You know, I think that was really underestimated. It was one of those things where it's like, uh oh, look what's coming back. We didn't really prepare for this and now here we are. You know, it's um it's frustrating to see that many people that you know going through this process or whatever. But there's a lot of people who come back who are fine. Yeah. Who who fine. And yet still are changed a little bit. I mean, you you cannot go through 
what and see what some of these people saw, witnessed, or were a part of without having it change you somehow, even if you're functioning. Yeah. Even if even if you're fine, there's going to be that place or part of you. And I I, I don't want to make it true, too dramatic here, but that's something that would bother me. Or if I had a loved one coming back, be going, hey, they're fine. Look at everything's good. But knowing that there's that other thing they're carrying with that little baggage. Yeah, there's two things, you know. I mean, you have to become a little rigid in order to go out there and do your job. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have in a, a, a lot of empathy built in, you may be the second person to draw. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that, that might not be so good for you. Number one. Number two is what you see is what you see. Sometimes you can't help that. I mean, some people are more tolerable to seeing a friend or a loved one or even somebody else maybe on the other team get hurt. It just affects people differently. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know why yet. We know maybe some of it's genetic, maybe some of it's upbringing. But the bottom line is you're right. You've, you've seen things that you just can't erase. And so learning how to, I mean, I, I wish we had a machine where we could erase memories, but right. you know, we really don't have that. Really right now, the best thing to do is get the brain capable of processing that, that information appropriately and then moving on with life. Dr. Brock from Cerebrum Health Centers. How can people find out more about Cerebrum, by the way? Cerebrum.com. Pretty easy. Pretty simple. And we'll tweet out a link to it as well, um, especially if you're a veteran or you, you know anybody with traumatic brain injury or post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, contact them. We're going to continue to do what we can to, to bring information to veterans, some, some things that maybe you haven't thought about and ways to get help. It's probably one of those. If you're suffering, you know somebody that's suffering, just contact Cerebrum. Find out what they can do for you. Maybe it's nothing. It's probably something. Yeah. Just find out. Cerebrum.com. And if you want to know more, this morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, the Blaze.com Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com slash the Blaze. We're going to interview Dr. Brock and find out more specifics. Dive in a little bit deeper. Again, that's 10 a.m. Eastern, the Blaze.com's uh, Facebook page. It's Facebook.com slash the Blaze. You're waking up to the morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. I tell you about Earthwater. Thanks so much for supporting them. They've been doing really, really well with sales, and they just continue to grow across the country. Earthwater is water that's been uh, bonded um, molecularly, molecularly with 70 minerals, the trace minerals that your body needs. Uh, it's earthwater.com slash the blaze if you want to check it out. Earthwater.com slash the blaze. And don't forget the promo code the blaze to get 10% off your order. It's also fun just to mess with people because it's black. <laughs> the, the water looks like coal, and you're like, no, no, it's water. Uh, boost your energy level, help rebuild your immune system, reduce your stress level, improve your memory and focus, help remove toxins from your body, and help maintain healthy skin. And hair with earth water. Your body needs those 70 trace minerals, so it's going to do it. Just go to earthwater.com slash the blaze. Earthwater.com slash the blaze, the promo code the blaze. <laughs> By the way, Dr. Brock is uh, sticking around from yeah. Cerebrum Health Centers because during the commercial break, I had to ask him about. Just one side note, he tried the, the earth water right now, mm-hmm. and you can see on his face, like, is this going to be. It's like, it's like they, cold coffee, man. It's yeah. amazing. But it's actually just water. Drink just drink it, doctor. Yeah, All the just, cool kids are drinking yeah, it. Right. I'll be in a trance in five minutes. Is yeah, that what exactly. it is? Yeah, okay. It's, it messes with your head, though. To, you, it, you're not. Water is not supposed to be black like that, it, right? It looks like cold or, coffee, yeah. I yeah. Mean, hey, I'm, not, like I'm not judging water at all. I'm yeah. just saying it's, it's, you know. So I got to ask you about John McCain. He yeah. had uh, a tumor, we just found out, and had it removed. Yeah. How's he going to be? 
Well, you know, right now he's doing pretty well. You know, they caught this thing early. He's got some aggressive family doctors, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of fatigue, you know, things that we all kind of go through, but they went ahead and checked him out anyway and found that he had this bleed. The bleed ended up being a highly vascular tumor, glioblastoma. They're super invasive, super aggressive. What's the survival rate? You know, it's, it's going to be probably less than 5% over a period of, you know, a couple of years. So Less than 5% that John McCain will live beyond two years. Well, you never know with John McCain. He was locked, in, he was locked in a tiger cage. Right, so, exactly. Uh, you so know. Anything. But that's the, that's the stats for most yeah, people. Yeah, I would just say this. The prognosis is poor, really poor. So, wow. you know, it's really, like I said, you know, it's really interesting watching him now. And, you know, he's, he's sharp as attack on TV right now. But uh, some of his opinions and, and knowing that he may have limited time, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say, man. I expect him to uh, just let it all fly. If he, if he thinks he likely is, is just about done, he'll, uh, he'll likely let it all fly. And that'll be even more interesting from a guy who's not held back all that much. So no. that little bit goes away. It'll be interesting. Well, we wish him best, but that, that doesn't sound great for the McCain family. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network.